0: Hello and welcome to Every Youth Matters. I'm Dr. John Tan. For the past 30 years, I've been helping youths realize their life potential. In recent years, though, I've helped many parents, teachers, counselors, and youth workers engage their young people. In this podcast, I will share tips, tools, and ways to reach who may be that difficult or challenging youth who just will not respond to your best intentions. What can we do to reach and win their hearts? I believe that the youth's potential is too precious a gift to waste. So come, join me in this journey for Every Youth Matters. Welcome, welcome to Every Youth Matters. This is Dr. John Tan welcoming you to the fifth part of a 6 part series called Tips for Reaching Our Teens. And we have done five, four so far, right? So we're going to recap the first four. And the first one, first tip about reaching teens is effective communication takes place within a relationship Tip number two, relating to teens is not logics-based, it's feelings-based. Tip number three, is about resisting the urge to nag, instead listen. And tip number four, to understand the place of drama in the teen's life. And today, we focus on tip number five. And this will be really ready for adults. Tip number five, are you ready? It goes something like this. Adults, if you're listening, here's for you. Play the role of a learner. Play the role of a learner. Ask the teen to teach you stuff, but don't expect patience from them. Okay, let me repeat that. Play the role of a learner. Ask the teen to teach you stuff, but don't expect patience from them. All right. So what we are saying over here, in our effort to reach teens, um, this is uh, an intentional uh, move, intentional step. You may say about change or turning the tables around, about giving our our child, giving our young person, the ability to become the teacher. Right. And so this kind of helps that role, I mean, or or the progression of the teen uh, into emerging adulthood, right? Because he begins to take responsibility, but more importantly, what it does in your relationship is that um, you are showing, you are modeling for the young person right? The move to interdependence, okay? Now, what does it take for us to carry out this tip or principle? I believe a few things. And the first one is a huge dose of humility, a huge dose of humility on our part. Because if you are a parent, um, you have always been the one teaching, guiding, instructing, disciplining, and this time turning the tables around to have your child teach you, hmm, well, it does involve a little bit of shifting of our perspectives because now we are learning from them, right? Now you may ask, uh, are there things to learn from them? well the answer i would say yes many things particularly in this day and age of the internet right there are many things that we need to learn from them all right so the dose of humility all right because uh, perspectives are changing And now we have to play the part of the weaker one, (laughs) the one with the less power, the less knowledge, and our child seems to know, right? But let me just share some things about how we can make that happen in a palatable way for us, all right? Um, I I would like to share with you a story of my students and me, and I used this principle, and I thought it would work, (laughs) I'm I'm very bad with video games, so I've asked the young person to teach me. I just can't understand how dexterous their thumbs are, and mine are so slow. <laughs> I can't respond, and they're like, and uh, after a while, no, actually not after a while, after a short while, they gave up. <laughs> they say, "Sir, you are so dinosaur." You're so slow. <laughs> You're old. <laughs> I don't want to teach you anymore. I was like, oh, I'm learning. I'm trying to learn. I'm sorry. You know, it, it's just that um, they don't have the patience yet to be a teacher. But because the tables are turned, because I there's really something I do not know, and I ask them, uh, but perhaps. I didn't prepare them for teaching me. (laughs) So the preparation that I needed to do was one of rehearsal again, how to rehearse, how to do step by step. And maybe it starts with something small. I I would say that um, there are gadgets today that cater to the intuitive feeling of a young person and uh, I've, learned, I've learned something about my Apple iPhone and I learned that thing from my um, eight-year-old niece who uh, taught me, who showed me, this is how you do it, this is how you do it. I'm like, wow, how did you learn it? I asked her and she said, I know it. And she was like smiling away as if like Miss Know All. <laughs> so again, those of humility, take it to my chin and say, yes, you're so clever, thank you, and not expecting anything back in return from them because they will not accord me the patience that I may accord them, right? So it's definitely an unfair thing, but let's take it why that is important. Well, it's important because it shows that you value the young person. Okay, at least value the fact that um, or, or the fact is value that they they matter, right? Enough for you to ask them for their opinion or for their help. Okay, so that is at the first level. But whether or not they would have the patience, the patience of a saint in instructing, um, that I think is our expectation. If we can lower that or manage that and just say, okay, I acknowledge you. I'm not, I'm not uh, discounting you. I'm acknowledging you as the one who knows, as the one with power. So the power relationship has changed a bit as the one with power, meaning that I actually trust you. So we go back then to one of the basic needs that a teen needs. They need to feel trusted. So this is one way where we can show them that trust, that we trust them enough that we are asking them to uh, teach us, right? But on our part, on the part of the adult, it's about showing that uh, humanity is about not having that kind of expectation that they will be patient with us, Right? And all this will be a form of modeling for them because they're going to say, wow, you know, my dad's asking me something and I'm proud to show it. <laughs> right? So it's a form of um, getting them involved, participating right, in common things that will be valued and you as an adult will be there to journey with them and give them that opportunity. So now you are a learner because I also believe on the side that there's always something new to learn and it really doesn't matter who the teacher is and it really doesn't matter the age of the teacher. And if it happens to be your child or the youth you are trying to reach, wow, isn't that great? You're giving them an opportunity to be acknowledged. You're giving them an opportunity to be trusted. You're giving them an opportunity to participate and feel that they are taking part in something valuable and worthwhile. Well, I think this is a fantastic tip in, for us playing the role of a learner, but yet at the same time to suspend our expectation of the demand of uh, patience from them. All right, so go in humility learn from them because they have things to uh, teach us, but in so doing, we acknowledge them. Well, that's all I have for today. And I really want to welcome you to our conclusion of the series on reaching teens. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really great having you on board. And if you have not already done so, be sure to visit me at drjohntan.com that is d-r-j-o-h-n-t-a-n dot com while there do subscribe to every Youth Matters show also if like me you want your message to reach a wider audience online do sign up at instantpodcastleader.com that is i-n-s t-a-n-t d c a s t l e a d e r Dot .com instantpodcastreader.com if you do just that you'll get a free ebook called inspire connect and elevate your online reputation so till the next episode remember we're in it together for every you matters